0: You're listening to the Trinity Ministries Podcast. For more information and to support our ministry, go to www.trinityhudson.org. This summer's almost over. Um, did I hear a clap? No. Um, but anyway, um, we are um, talking during the summer about various topics that come up during the summer and that come up in the scriptures. And um, today we are talking about Jesus' challenges. Last week we talked about how Jesus heals. And today we're um, thinking about how Jesus challenges us in our lives. The gospel for today is from Luke chapter 10, the story that Miss Jill just read. We're told by St. Luke, that on one occasion, an expert in the law, a lawyer, stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What's written in the law? Jesus replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You've answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So to a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, Which of these th- three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. And Jesus told him, go and do likewise. This summer I've uh, been thinking back a, a lot uh, over the 39 years that I've been a pastor and remembering some of the things that have happened um, and uh, things that I've said, things that I haven't said, things I wish I hadn't said. Um, and, uh, and as I was studying this text and, and getting ready for this message, this gospel reminded me of a man in my first church about 30, 38 and a half years ago. Um, I think I had been there only three or four weeks, and in those first three or four weeks, as young preachers oftentimes do, I preached very Uh, challenging sermons Um, and uh, after the service um, Ernie Kovac and I were, were sitting down drinking coffee and he said you know pastor most of us come here on Sunday morning after very challenging weeks and we come for a comforting sermon we need comfort not more challenge As I, was, as I was thinking about that, he's absolutely right. We all come here for comfort. We come because the week has been hard, because, um, because we've had to struggle with some things, or, or people have had to struggle with us, and, and we have um, fallen short of, of what we know God, God um, desires of us. And, and so we come here for comfort, and that is good. God meets us here with his comfort. He says to us, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Um, He says, come and and, um, cast all your care upon him because he cares for you. And so this morning, like in one of the songs this morning, we bring all of our burdens. We bring our sadnesses, our sicknesses, our griefs, our sins, our guilts, the disappointments um, that we have been to ourselves and to others. We lay them all down at the cross, and Jesus is here with his comfort, with his love, with his mercy, and his kindness. He is such a comforting God, a God who loves us more than anything else, a God who loves us with no strings and with no limits, a God who is here today to, um, to comfort us and to give us his peace. But um, he is also here with a challenge for us as well. Um, the lawyer in our gospel for today, I think, was coming to Jesus for comfort. He wanted to know that he was okay with God. He wanted to know that he had done what he needed to do for God to love him and, and uh, for t- to be on God's right side. He wanted to know that he was okay. He wanted Jesus to tell him, I think, that he was doing everything he needed to do to be good with God. Comes to Jesus, says, Master, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be good with God? And Jesus replies. He says, love God and love your neighbor. This is what the the Torah, this is what the law teaches us. Well, the lawyer should have left it there. Um, Because then he could have said, like I say to comfort myself and um, like Many of us probably say to ourselves, to comfort ourselves and, and to justify the kind of way that we're living. If he had just left it there, he could have said, oh, love God and love my neighbor. I'm doing that. But he's a lawyer. And, uh, and so he has to draw lines. He, he needs to know where the limits are. He needs to know where and how is he doing good, where and how does he fall short? where is the line, where are the borders, where are the boundaries that help us to understand when i 'm really loving God and when i 'm really loving my neighbor? Sin in the Bible is oftentimes called trespass trespasses we Jesus teaches us to pray in the lord 's prayer. Um, Father, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Trespassing is stepping over the line. It's going past the border. And so there are these lines and there are these borders that help us to understand when we've trespassed, gone past them, and when, they, um, and when we have stayed within the bounds and we can feel justified and, and good about ourselves. These lines can be very comforting. This uh, Jewish lawyer, this expert in the law, um, that's what he did with the law and his relationship with God. And this is what um, we read in the, in the rabbis of Jesus' day as they talk about um, the building fences around each of the commandments so that you would know exactly how far you could go and how far um, you shouldn't go, so that people could understand and, and know when they had sinned and when they had not sinned. And so the, the Pharisees and the legal experts became what we sometimes call legalists. They, they, they drew those fences so that people could know, they could know where they were trespassing, where they were going um, far afield. And those lines, those, those lines can be very comforting. We draw lines all the time to help us feel comfortable and secure. We draw lot lines and build fences so that we know exactly how far we have to go to mow lawn and how far we don't have to go to mower lawn. Um, we build um, fences in order to feel comfortable and secure in our own homes. We uh, uh, draw lines in our job descriptions so that we can be comfortable with knowing um, what we're supposed to do on our job and what we don't have to do, so that we can be comfortable saying to the boss when the boss comes to us and says, do this, I'm sorry, it's not in my job description. We draw um, lines in our spiritual life as well, because we want to, you know, so that we know what we have to do, and, and so that we can do it, and when we do it, feel good about it. People ask me the question sometimes, um, "What is the worst sin?" I really want to know what the worst sin is, um, so that so that I can um, so that I can feel good and, and comfortable that I'm not doing it. I mean, I might, you know, a bad word may come out of my mouth once in a while. I may, I, I may say a bad word, I may curse, but at least I have not murdered anybody. You know, that line helps me to feel better about myself. And like the lawyer, sometimes we draw the lines at the kind of people that we have to love. I have to love my family, I say to myself. And um, I have to love all of you. Which is not a hard thing to do, really, honestly. It's not. Um, you're wonderful people. But, um, but then I can use this rationale to think, well, I don't have to love um, my brother and sister who break my toys. I don't have to love people who say mean and nasty things about me. I don't have to love that guy or that woman Who just cut me off on the freeway, Um, I don't have to love people sometimes who are not Americans. I don't have to love people who are not Christians. I don't have to love people who don't have the same kind of lifestyle as I do. Sometimes we draw those lines too. And so the lawyer asks where the line is so that he can be comfortable.